say the magic words, please. Thank you. I'm sorry. I love you. Help. Thanks. Wow. Yes, that's a nod to Anne Lamott's book that I'm still working on. Hallelujah. First, a little personal story. In 2018, I went through a very rocky separation and second divorce. At the time, I was living in Honolulu, working on my secondary teaching credential and teaching in at least three locations every week, plus running an Airbnb in my two guest rooms. Sorry if this is too much information, but at that time, what I ate was going straight through me, and sleep was, let's just say, inadequate. I rode my trusty Honda Shadow Phantom motorcycle to all my gigs, and riding continued to be a joy in my life, though sometimes I was just so damned exhausted that I feared that I would fall asleep behind the handlebars in freeway traffic. So focus on the ride became my personal intention, words that I repeated while on actual rides and also while going through all the actions that were required to keep me alive, keep my life running, to move ahead through an intensely demanding and emotional time. I had no idea how I would make it through this, so it had to be second to second, moment to moment. Mindfulness of this present moment became everything because the future was up in the air. I was very fortunate to be well equipped with a wonderful support system, tools, and resources to help me through. I got therapy, wrote prolifically, spent time with loving friends, practiced my yoga and meditation, joined a church community again, participated in kirtan chanting gatherings, which also included a free vegan dinner thanks to Hawaii kirtan. And my therapist encouraged me to find daily sources of inspiration, leaning into my curiosity, gathering quotes, music, revisiting all the structures that I knew I need to live my life purposefully. I turned to my coaching tools and kept moving forward. And in this and other life situations, time and again, I found that words have power to bring mindfulness, intention, and medicine. Hi, I'm Blythe Stevens. I'm an MFA and Bliss Catalyst who uses she and they pronouns and the creator of A Blythe Coach, helping multi-passionate creatives dance through their difficulties and take leaps of faith into fulfillment through coaching, yoga, and dance education. An academic poet and lover of words, I'm continuously fascinated by what language inspires, propels, and empowers us. Yoga teachings include the story of Hanuman, whose devotion was expressed in his actions, as well as the words that transformed him, as told in Alana Kaivalya's book, Myths of the Asanas. Quote, for Hanuman, the object of devotion was Ram, so he chanted his name repeatedly. His poor memory meant that he would often forget his task or associations, but he always remembered his best friend. And so he began and ended every sentence with Ram's name. Every spare moment he had, he chanted it. Eventually, every fiber of his being pulsed with Ram's name. And that perfect attention caused his soul to merge with the object of his devotion 
to embody love itself, which is why Ram and Sita reside inside his heart. If every thought is a prayer, what is it that you are asking for or manifesting in the world? I see a connection between this idea and what Jesus said about the focus of our hearts and minds. Quote, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also, he says in Matthew 6.21. Mantra is one of the eight branches of yoga and refers to Sanskrit phrases repeated during meditation, either silently or out loud, perhaps with a japamala or a string of 108 meditation beads. The Sanskrit sounds in themselves are considered divine, invoking particular qualities of the infinite. Although my experience with mantra meditation is still amateur, I find that focusing on repeated specific phrases can be greatly calming, helps clear my mind, and can be lovely to do either alone or in a group or a kirtan. There are so very many beautiful and meaningful mantra to explore, but one place to start might be with the classic Om, which in the yoga teachings of Patanjali, which are recorded in the Yoga Sutra, is used to describe the so-called Lord of Yoga. In verse 127 and 28 of the Yoga Sutra, it says, quote, his sound is the reverberating syllable Om. Repetition of the syllable reveals its meaning. Translator Barbara Stoller Miller goes on to explain the technique and meaning of this utterance in Yoga Discipline of Freedom. Quote, Om is the primordial sound, pranava, the cosmic vibration. Human beings may produce, reproduce it by extending and strengthening the open compound vowel sound, ow, with the nasal sound, mm. The ow is generated deep in the body and is brought out through the nasal mm, which then resonates in the head. According to the ancient Indian traditions preserved in the Upanishads, all speech and thought are derived from the one sound, om. It expresses ultimate reality in the cosmos, in the Lord of Yoga, and in the individual. And if you want to learn more about mantra, I do actually have a video on YouTube that's about Om Mantra and its applications for articulation and relaxation. That will be linked in the show notes up in my blog article, along with all the other resources that I'll mention today, including the Connected Yoga Teacher podcast on mantra and chanting with Melissa Shaw and a video on YouTube called Peace is Not a Mantra, which has a deeper history of mantra from Susanna Barkataki. This is all very much related to our own self-talk. And there's some controversy over affirmations and do they work and thought replacements. So I wanted to speak to that in that not all positive affirmations are created equal. We do need to be careful not to choose disingenuous or inauthentic affirmations for ourselves that we don't actually believe on some level, and that can wind up then reinforcing our lack of whatever it is we hope to create. 
in an article which is also linked in the show notes from mind-body-green psychologist Chloe Carmichael, PhD, promotes a thought replacement exercise that involves selecting a truthful but positive phrase in place of negative self-talk. And she notes, quote, affirmations can be quite aspirational, while thought replacements are 100% accurate. Before you settle on a thought replacement, have a deliberate hole poking session where you try to say, is there any scenario where this wouldn't be true? Or how can I really refine this? So it feels like an airtight thought replacement. And then you use that airtight thought replacement when you start getting certain negative or maladaptive thoughts. Choose your own magic words. As far as phrases go, you may wish to choose your own words in English, your mother tongue, or whatever best resonates. If your spirituality has a religious bent, maybe you find solace in a prayer, such as the Lord's Prayer, the Serenity Prayer, scripture passages, or other teachings. If you lean towards the witchy, you may choose or write a spell, or a ritual, or articulate other magical affirmations. Anyone can look to their favorite quotes, poems, and passages of influential and inspiring writings. As Elizabeth Gilbert says in Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear, quote, create whatever causes a revolution in your heart. A bit more on intention setting and timing. In the book Yoga Where You Are, Diane Bondi and Kat Hegberg suggest the following journal prompt, quote, what is my intention for today? What is my affirmation? This is a great one to try every day. If your intention is to be present in the current moment, you could choose something like be here now or just be, or reflect on qualities you know you can experience or embody currently, such as appreciation, love, or connection. As far as the right time to choose an intention, you could do so before any meaningful undertaking, such as a yoga or mindful movement class or practice, at the beginning of a project, a new stage, season, month, week, or every day. Since about 2016, I've been personally choosing a one-word theme or intention for the year, and I also have monthly themes that inform my teaching and coaching. Unbothered Wellness has a really nice podcast about intention setting, intention setting too, which is also linked in the show notes. Another good way to come up with empowering language for these sorts of words of power includes coaching tools such as purpose, essence, mission, and vision, and the clearing exercise, which I learned as part of my ontological coach training with accomplishment coaching. With purpose, when you have a clearly distinguished purpose, that can be a very powerful word or phrase to be present to as you go through life. Identifying and working with purpose is part of my process, and you can also do self-inquiry alone or with a group. Essence, mission, and vision are very important concepts and power tools that involve language and bringing increased awareness and personal presence. And I'd be happy to help you tap into these and identify them through a personal coaching session. And also doing things like daily clearing exercises or morning pages can help us 
clear out any negative self-talk or disempowering distinctions and then come up with a powerful stand for the day. So this could be a daily practice of expressing inventing thoughts, feelings, body sensations, or judgments, and then follow that by choosing a powerful stand, which is what you're bringing to the party of life today or for some chosen period of time and a place to come from that's going to be timeless and unconditional. Sometimes I also, as I mentioned, use morning pages, which I originally learned about in Julia Cameron's book and program the artist's way. And those help me identify what is so by free writing, brainstorming, and making distinctions and learning along the way. Once you have chosen some words that inspire and represent you, consider audio, visual, and kinesthetic ways to express and repeat them, to stay present and be reminded of your chosen words of power. Some options are to record your words by writing it out, create an audio recording or capture your words of power in your own way by creating an image or visual in your mind or in the physical world, choosing a representation for your words and what their invocation looks like post those words printed or written out, or other symbols that remind you of them. Move with it and involve your senses. Make the experience of repeating your chosen words your own ritual with breath, movement, dance, stretching or walking, even scents or flavors. Some people find using prayer beads or mala helpful in their meditations as well. And tune into the power of repetition and reminder by setting digital reminders or alarms scheduling practice or reflection rituals, as well as providing physical cues that can help us remain present to our intended focus. Meditate and reflect on whatever creates a transformation in your mind. I have a number of related articles that I'd love to recommend to you, in particular, my Getting Good and Grounded, Coming from Your Powerful Core, and Orienting to Place, Purpose, and Vision series, which includes possible affirmations, as well as my articles on reflective practice, meditation, goal setting, creative morning rituals, and my stand objectives and projects for 2021 that goes through the process of both creating a yearly intention as well as designing projects and habits that support that intention. So I want to leave you today with some reflection questions. What language speaks to you? What is your favorite word or affirmation? Which words do you find yourself repeating when you need strength? courage or solace? Are there words which you'd like to stop saying to yourself? How would you like to transform your self-talk? What do you want to create that could be supported by a prayer, motto, or powerful words? I would love to hear about your current inspirational intentions, stand, or words of power, as well as the challenges you're currently facing on social media. Thank you for listening. You're invited to connect with me anytime, and I welcome your questions and comments at Ablythe Coach on social media and at ablythecoach.com.
That's A-B-L-Y-T-H-E-C-O-A-C-H dot com. I'll look forward to seeing you there until next time.